You're listening to Senior Times Podcasts. Thanks to our sponsors, Expressway Travel Department and Doro Phones for making this podcast possible.
was Laudati Dominum for Mozart's Vespers, in my opinion, one of the most moving works he ever composed, which dates from around 1780 when he was 23. It was sung by soprano Greta Di Reghi with Collegium Instrumental Bruganese, conducted by Patrick Peer. John Lowe here with another Senior Times Classical Collection podcast in association with Naxos Music. This is a Mozart special where I'll be playing a selection of his works as well as sketching in some of the key events in his life. Infant prodigy, genius composer, virtuoso musician, linguist, mason, wit, dandy, billiard hustler, sometime drunkard, gambler, Johannes Christophorus Wolfgangus Fiopolis, Mozart's life was short, highly eventful, and far from sweet. His life is well documented largely through the reminiscences of his composer father, Leopold, his wife, sister, acquaintances, letters, and biographers. He was born on January the 27th, 1756 in Salzburg, Austria. Age five, under the supervision of his father, Leopold, he composed numerous bits and pieces, mainly for keyboard and understandably the simplistic efforts of a young child. But we have to wait to the ripe old age of nine before we see the seas of his remarkable genius. Here is a good example. It's two movements from his Violin Sonata Number no. 8 in F major in a version for flute and piano.
was two movements from Mozart's Violin Sonata No. 8 in F major, in a version for flute and piano. It was played by Karol Vincek, flute, and Gina Rapp's piano. Mozart's elder sister, Nanon, they were the only two of seven Mozart siblings to survive infancy, was also a talented musician, and their father had them touring Europe as if they were a freak show. Their first trip lasted over three years. From early childhood to adolescence, Mozart visited Germany, Holland, Switzerland, Slovakia, the Czech Republic, Belgium, France, Italy and England. During these trips, he composed frantically, but much of this work has been lost. Famously, when he visited the Sistine Chapel in Rome, he heard Allegri's Miseri, and because the music was not permitted to leave the building, he noted it down from memory. It was later confirmed to be almost note perfect. He was 13. Back in Salzburg, age 16, he was appointed concertmaster by the Archbishop of Salzburg. He spent most of his early adult life composing and performing concertos and symphonies and other works as part of his duties for the Archbishop. Among notable achievements during this period were his five violin concertos, written when he was 17 and 18. Let's hear movements from two of them.
You have just heard the final movement of Mozart's Violin Concerto No. 5 in A major, played by Ole Krisser, with the Ukraine Chamber Orchestra conducted by Fyodor Kucha. It was preceded by the slow movement of Mozart's Violin Concerto No. 3, played by Takako Nishizaki, with Capella Istropolitano conducted by Stephen Gunzenhauser. During this period, Mozart wrote much of his liturgical music we know today, and one of his earlier works for the Archbishop was this bold and dramatic offertory Internatum Multireum for choir and orchestra.
That was Internatus Malarium. It was performed by the Gewandhaus Chamber Choir and the Leipzig Chamber Orchestra, conducted by Malton Schold Jensen. This was a prolific period for Mozart as he turned out works for all combinations and this Symphonia Concertante for wind is typical of his originality and invention. Thank you. 
was the final movement of Mozart's Symphonia Concertante for Wind. It was played by an ensemble directed by Richard Erndinger. Think you're not smart enough to own a smartphone? Well, think again and think Doro. Doro phones are designed specially with the older person in mind. They're easy to use with louder sound and larger text. Plus numerous state-of-the-art features that don't compromise on performance or quality. To learn more about the full range of high-tech Doro phones, visit doro.ie. Doro phones. Make friends with innovation. Your free travel card can be used on all Expressway coach services. Despite restrictions, we're staying on the road. Whether you need to attend a medical appointment or for any other essential journey, Remember to travel with Expressway. Expressway, keeping Ireland connected. If you're enjoying this podcast, why not subscribe to Senior Times, the magazine and website for people who don't act their age. Or maybe you have a loved one or a friend who you know would love to read more. You can buy a subscription and have the magazine delivered direct to their door. To subscribe to Senior Times, visit the website at seniortimes.ie and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash senior times. Mozart continued to work his socks off, but he didn't get on with the Archbishop and hated the narrow-minded provincial attitude of Salzburg and at every opportunity escaped to more exotic climes. It was during one of these trips to Paris with his mother in 1778 that he premiered his Symphony No. 31 in D, which has become known as his Paris Symphony, and regarded as one of his first great works in this genre. Tragically, his mother, Marie Anna, died on this trip. She was 58. Let's hear the first two movements of this symphony, the second movement is loaded with pathos and you wonder if it reflects Mozart's feelings at this time.
Despite his differences with the Archbishop, Mozart was promoted to court organist. But when the court was returning to Salzburg in 1781 after a spell in Vienna, Mozart was not budging and he was fired. He was in his element, though, performing and socialising with the cream of Viennese aristocracy. For my profession, this is the best place in the world, he wrote to his father. A year later, he married Constanze Weber, a cousin of the composer Karl Maria von Weber at St. Stephen's Cathedral. He was 26 and she was 18. This period from 1782 onward is undoubtedly the most productive and lucrative for Mozart, and it has been estimated that in one year he may have earned the equivalent in today's money of more than half a million euro, if not more. Let's hear two beautiful adagios from around this time. The first is the so-called Grand Petita for winds, and you may remember this from the film Amadeus. The second is from Adagio for violin and orchestra.
You've just heard Mozart's Adagio for Violin and Orchestra, played by Nishizaki Takakaka, with Capella Istropolitano, conducted by Stephen Goodsenhausen. It was preceded by the Adagio from the Serenade in B-flat major, the Grand Petita, played by the German wind soloist. A reminder that you're listening to a Senior Times Classical Collection Mozart special with me, John Lowe, in association with Naxos Music. Naxos have the world's largest collection of classical music recordings, and the good news is they are all at bargain price. For more information, visit naxos.com. Mozart's operas deserve a podcast to themselves, and perhaps we might look at this in the future. In the meantime, in no specific order, let's indulge ourselves in the treasury he has left us with some of the most memorable arias, duets and trios. Notwithstanding the likes of Rossini, Verdi and Wagner, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, for his wit, humanity and marvellous tunes, was arguably the greatest opera composer who ever lived. If he wrote nothing else but opera in his short life, his place in musical history would be secure. Apart from many of his youthful works, which are rarely performed, his monumental achievements such as The Marriage of Figaro, The Magic Flute and Cosi Fantutti are never out of the operatic repertoire worldwide. Appropriately, let's bring the curtain up on this opera fest with the marvellous overture to The Marriage of Figaro. In my opinion, this is his greatest opera and the most accessible. So if you want to get into opera, this is the one for you.
Is that the finest operatic overture ever written or what? That was the overture to Mozart's Marriage of Figaro, played by the Nicholas Esterhazy Sinfonia, conducted by Michael Hallish. And now our non-stop operatic treat, five marvellous arias, duets and trios from three of Mozart's most popular works. After the overture, it makes sense to kick off with one of the most celebrated arias in the Marriage of Figaro, followed by the showstopper from Don Giovanni. Oh, 
just heard Il Mio Tesoro from the second act of Don Giovanni, sung by John Dickey with Capella Istropolitano, conducted by Johannes Wildner. Before that, Michel Breit sang Voice Sapate from The Marriage of Figaro with the Nicholas Esterhazy Sinfonia, conducted by Michael Hallish. Continuing our operatic Mozartian tour, here are three more memorable landmarks, kicking off with that masterpiece of harmony from Cusifan Tutti, Suave Si Il Bento, followed by another unforgettable duet from Don Giovanni, La Cidrem La Mano.
You've just heard the duet La Cidurem Lamano from Act One of Don Giovanni, sung by soprano Donna Robin and tenor Andre Martin, with Capella Istropolitano conducted by Johannes Wildner. It was preceded by the quartet from Cusi Fantutti with the Budapest Chamber Orchestra conducted by Michael Hallish. I hope you've enjoyed the first part of this three-part Senior Times Classical Collection Mozart Special. There's plenty more where this came from, so look out for the second part, which will be released on the 2nd of June. My thanks as usual to Martin Hewitt of Naxos Music and my producer, Connor O'Hagan. Naxos have the world's largest collection of classical music recordings, and the good news is they're all at bargain price. 
visit naxos.com. Best wishes from me, John Lowe, until the next time. Happy listening and keep safe.